Hi, I'm Big Geek Rick from the YouTube Dimension, and with me is my co-host Morty. Well, actually, I'm Ray Stans of the Ghostbusters. Well, what are you supposed to be, some sort of garbage man? Well, no, we're, actually we specialize in paranormal investigations and eliminations. Oh, scientist! Oh, well, tell me this, have you ever saved the planet by making up your own dance? Well, no, but we once saved the world from a Sumerian god. Oh, well, Lottie f***ing da! Well, what do you say we go ahead and get this episode started with our ten favorite monsters? Sure, sounds great. Alright, it's the Halloween episode, baby! This is episode 20. Uh, can you believe we're already up to 20 episodes, Nick? 20. Cool. No, yeah. No, I had no idea. No. Yeah, and uh, it just also happens to be the uh, our special Halloween episode of Big Geek Podcast. Obviously, I'm not Rick Sanchez. I'm your actual host, Ron Avis, and with me over here is my co-host, my real co-host. Nick Wright. But we thought it might be fun to do a little dress-up and uh, you know, a pretend. A little cosplay. Yeah, a little cosplay. You had this awesome, you know, Ghostbusters like thing that you put together, like head to toe, man. You got it all, everything except for the proton pack. Yeah, but and, you've and even got a trap. That's coming. I'm building. That's coming. It. Yeah. Be sure uh, on the uh, Facebook page that you post some pictures of the trap, dude. Oh, okay. Because that thing's amazing. <laughs> but you got your own uh, equipment, oh, okay. official equipment. Yeah. I you can, you can actually scan the room for. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yeah, nothing. Oh, hey! <laughs> There's something. I'm paranormal after all. No, um, we're not talking about paranormal things for this uh, Halloween episode, but we are going to talk about uh, something that we're both interested in, and that's monsters. Yeah, yeah, monsters. I've always, you know, just different creatures and stuff. I've always loved creatures in movies and whatnot. Yeah, um, you know, if you're going to talk movies and, and fantasy, then you might as well talk monsters. It's... You know, it's it's one of the really fun like genres of movie making that you know just about anybody can get behind. And uh, you know, I was like, well, we're gonna do a Halloween episode. Should we like come up with you know scary things? And uh, you you had told me that you know like nothing really I, scared you well, that I mean, you can recall. Yeah, I didn't really watch you know many scary movies as a kid, and I, yeah, so I just you know different because. Some of the movies, like A Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, I I watched later on, like as an adult. I didn't really ever see it as a kid. And it was just more humorous. Yeah, so a, it was just more just kind of laughing at it than being scared of it. Yeah. And so I yeah I couldn't really think of too many things that really scared me that you know enough to like make a list out of. Right. That uh, but but there are a lot of monsters though that I just always thought were really cool. That there are, and so we came up with our uh, uh, favorite ten. In our uh, one of our go-to formats that we like to do, you know, not ranking these monsters, we're just gonna talk yeah, about. Yeah, my, my list is definitely not ranked in any manner at all. It's just they're all just things I think are cool. Oh yeah, and you know, I think are cool too. You know, like I was looking at your list, and uh, any one of those could have been candidates for my list. In fact, some of mine are a bit obscure. One in particular, <laughs> but uh, and, and I, I was wanting to do a few obscure ones, and uh, and you know maybe we'll do some shout outs later on that I might 
say a couple. Yeah, of we could do some shout outs. I, I definitely could have some shout outs, uh, if not monsters, even just some spooky things. Because, yeah. you know, unlike you, you know, I, I there were certain things that spooked me. You know, like right off the bat, like I think things like Ouija boards. Yeah. You know, I have memories of, you know, people talking about Ouija boards and how, you know, like when you're a kid, everything's real. Yeah, I mean, there was that one time we had like, um, you know, we spent the night at, uh, what was his name, Kevin's house, and he had a Ouija board, I think, and we were kind of messing with it. And I kind of remember being kind of, I guess, spooked. You know, it would be a good word that it just, it, it's the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. And oh, yeah? Like, yeah, it's weird. You know? Yeah, well, it's an odd thing, too, because it's something you can buy at a toy store. Yeah. You know, they, they when I got one for myself, I picked it right up at Toys R Us. I, I think there was a movie kind of loosely based on, like, a Ouija board. I don't think they called it a Ouija board, but it was the same thing, essentially. You know, like, it's a board with letters on it, and, you know, you you put your fingers on it with somebody else and you could talk to like someone who was dead. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously, you know, like people are like, you know, who are you, you kind of guided along if it wasn't moving because you want to freak people out, you know? So you're like, I'm not moving it. Are you moving it? <laughs> no, man, I swear I'm not moving it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, but just, just the legend of the thing is scary enough. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. So like th- these are monsters and, uh, you know, like, it's safe to say that, if nothing else, they're just cool, and, and you know, like, they they're scary elements to them. What um, I I, I share the Ouija board. Was, was there anything that you could share, like in particular, that kind of freaked you out? Like I, I know, like you, when you know, when you first was talking about doing like scary things, the only thing I could even really think of was just there was a recurring nightmare that I would have when I was a kid that involved i had a uh, a grinch that stole christmas doll like it was like and it was it was big it it was like a stuffed animal kind of doll that and it had like a reversible face like one side of the face was like the mean side and then you could flip him over and the other oh, side oh that's weird the other side was it is made like of the wood or plastic or something no it was just a stuffed it was just a stuffed animal you know okay. like a teddy bear but it was the grinch Gotcha. And, uh, I just meant like the face for it to ever like switch faces. Well, I mean, it didn't like swivel. It was just a front and a back. Okay, he, okay. He didn't have like a back. It, okay. You know, it was just, you, you just flipped it all over. I gotcha. I, gotcha. I, I, I like, I, I always twisted his neck though. It wasn't really <laughs> meant to be like that. You're supposed to just flip it all yeah. over and then it was like, that's the good side. I was, gotcha. always, I would always twist his whole head around. <laughs> it wasn't really meant for like that. But anyway, um, and, um, I just the I would have this recurring nightmare where it came alive though, and I really don't remember any details other than it came alive and I guess like it was chasing me or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't I don't remember. Gotcha. It's just something that I just remember I had a few times, but I had this one really vivid dream once after I saw uh, one of the well one of the movies one of the characters or monsters in our list uh, inspired it. But I, uh, I remember waking up in the dream, waking up, which is always kind of a weird thing if you're waking up in a dream. Yeah. So it feels real very yeah, much so yeah. just right off the bat. And uh, I remember um, I was in my room and uh, I heard people talking from like the uh, hallway. 
So I, I was just like, well, what's going on? And it was just like, I couldn't really make out what they were saying. So I just kind of got up out of bed and walked into the hallway. And we had a, what it was like, um, like cellar kind of staircases you'd pull down right. and walk up into it. And uh, apparently like my brother could see something in there and like, like I see something up there moving around. And uh, so I, like, I was like trying to look and see if I could see too. And you could hear a noise. But then I saw these like two red eyes open up. And it like obviously freaked me out. And I remember like waking up and be like, ah, <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so, but I'm pretty sure it's because I saw a certain movie on this list. Uh, okay. Um, but you know, uh, so we're, we're talking mostly monsters and not like paranormal type stuff. Yeah. You know, monsters, aliens, that kind of deal. Um, but so, you know, I, I guess I'll start out since this is really like my idea. Okay. I'll start out with my list. Um, and my, I, my first monster is, uh, from the movie War of the Worlds and, uh, it, it's those tripod Oh yeah, things. those are so cool. They were really cool. Um, and, and not, not the old, you know, version of the movie, but the, the new one with Tom Cruise. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I, I don't really have too many memories of the old movie version, but I have memories of the new one and those tripods were really frightening to me. Yeah. Uh, when you first see it. You know, like the aliens had come down and everyone's like really kind of excited because, you know, wouldn't you be excited if aliens came to our planet, made first contact, you'd be interested. So like people are like kind of coming out and they're like standing around the uh, tripods and they raise up. Yeah. They're real big. And then they just start shooting people. And people are just like, poof. Yeah. They're just like <laughs> turning into literal dust. Yeah. And you know, like, like Tom Cruise is running and like people are getting zapped. And he's getting the dust on him. And by the time he makes it home, he's just like covered in dust. Yeah. Like like it looked like soot, like he'd been working in a coal mine or something all day. Yeah. But he had people like in him, you know? So like yeah. it's in his head. And he realizes this too. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. But those tripods were so cool. And uh, it was just like the sound of them like terrified me. Yeah. Um, you know, they're throughout the movie they're they're trying to get away from the aliens. And nobody knows anything that's going on. They just know that a couple of these things were in the, you know, in their city. And of course, later on, they find out that they're kind of all over the world. But um, you know, there's scenes where they they find like a house and they kind of hunker down in the house, and one of the tripods like raises up and like you hear that sound from far yeah. away. And you're like, oh god, something bad's gonna happen. And that was the cool thing about the movie too is, you know there'd be like some really tense scenes and then things would kind of calm down for a minute or two and you'd have a couple of quiet like dialogues and then you'd hear that and you're like, Oh my God, here we go again. Yeah. So, you know, when to get this list started, when I was trying to think of monsters that, that scared me and you know, like I know like our list, they may not all be scary. I mean, they're, I guess they are all kind of scary to a degree. Just, did they freak you out and, and or not? Or did you just find them cool or did they really freak you out? Right. Well, I'm like a full-grown adult when I saw this and they freaked me out. Uh, I thought they are cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I'd like to see more of those tripods. I, oh, like, oh boy, we're going to see more. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was very intense scenes though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got you on the edge of the seat. Very much so. Yeah. But then at the end, they just like you know get sick and die. The end. But and like <laughs> and uh, shortly after they first encounter them, and uh, you know they're at that river, and all of a sudden just 
like oh the dead bodies, bodies start, start floating yeah. by yeah and the little girl is like uh sees him and freaks out and like tom cruise kind of like grabs her and is yeah. like look at me but you get you continue to see the bodies like floating by yeah. uh super terrifying and then too like towards the end of the movie um they they find another house to kind of hunker down in and they they end up in that house of that really weird guy the kind of creepy guy that, yeah you know uh that so like then you're not only freaked out by the the alien invaders you're also freaked out by like the worst of humanity you know like kind of that like you're getting it from both ends like this guy's like a real creepy guy and like yeah. now they find themselves like hiding from you know like which is the bigger monster you know you kind of had mentioned that you know the the aliens all get sick and die at the end yeah and it was kind of the ending was disappointing because it's like they they make it home and you know the all the family's safe and everybody's safe unbelievably safe like right there their house is not damaged th- in there any was way. just like a neat bow on the package you know that all the aliens get sick and then right down the road is grandma and grandpa's house yeah and, they were just they were just safe in their home yeah i did that in retro, like I'll, I'll be honest, watching the movie, I was relieved that it was over in a way. Yeah. Like I'm okay with this happy ending, but then you watch it repeated viewings, and then you start to think about it, and you're like, "That's really stupid." <laughs> yeah. But you know, in the end, it was the. I environment. mean, overall, I enjoyed the movie, and and, and I mean, it's it's a classic story, and so you know, I mean, I knew that this is what ultimately is what happened. Well, yeah, can to we talk aliens. about the story too, just a little bit? Like it originated as a. Radio, a radio drama, and everybody freaked out. Everybody thought it was real. Yeah. It was it was so well acted out, and uh, you know it was uh, was it the fifties? I don't know. Like whenever yeah. like radio yeah. dramas were still kind of popular, maybe it was the thirties or forties. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure of the time frame, but yeah, just everybody thought it was a real thing. Yeah, so you know it caused a panic, a, a real panic, which is kind of hilarious nowadays. You know, yeah. you, you would debunk that in like two seconds on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when, you know, your entertainment was the radio and, you know, like in cuts this urgent broadcast. Yeah, they played it like it was a like a newscast yeah, kind they, of a thing. They played this it is straight. happening right now. They played it yeah. straight so that, you know, that what what an experience that must have been. For, I'd like to talk to some old timer who like maybe was around when that happened. <laughs> Uh, they, I don't know if anybody was survived by then, but anyway, so yeah, the uh, the tripods, they're they're really cool looking, uh, they're terrifying, and uh, it was a fun kickoff to my list. So not even so much the aliens themselves, but their their vehicle. Yeah, when you actually see the aliens, all you see is the sick one that comes out. Well, you kind of see um, a little bit like when they're down in one of those houses, you see them like. Um, oh, they're it, like terraforming much. the. Uh, no, I'm think there was like a like one of them's like he checking out like a bicycle wheel. There was like a bicycle or something. And no, no, you're thinking of that thing that came down to the basement that was like an eye. No, that was just an eyeball. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the alien. Okay, all right, all right. I'm telling you, there's a, there's a scene. It's it's kind of a fleeting moment. Okay. That that I think is like the most you see of them, aside from when one just kind of is dead, spilling out of the tripod. Yeah, they were they were huge and they were invincible because they had a force field around them. And in fact, that's that one moment when the bird's like sitting on top of one of them that Tom Cruise was like, shoot the rocket launcher, you know, because the bird was sitting on top of it. It wasn't affected by the force field. Yeah. So that was kind of the demise of it. And then, you know, like we said, they fall out of the tripod sick. <laughs> A sad little ending. 
almost kind of like in that movie. Did you ever see the movie Signs? Mm-mm. Yeah, well, it was like water was like the weakness of the alien invaders. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't handle water. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number one uh, creature. You know, like, like you said, it's it, it was more like the vehicle of the creature, but, you know... I, it's I'm, I'm counting okay. it. Yeah, yeah I'm that, counting it. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. What's your number one, Nick? Well, I mean, I, I I'm starting out with a bang. Uh, you know, I, I've got the the, the classic uh, xenomorph. You know, from the, oh like, yeah, the movie alien. sticking with the alien kind yeah. of sci-fi. I, mean, they, I just it's always uh, they just so so cool, uh, just terrifying. Uh, they're so. Um, I mean, they're, they're, like the movie's dark, and they're just like wet and glistening, and they're like all teeth. And, and it's always like you know they'll be like on the ceiling, and you don't even know they're there until there's like a little drip, 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 you know, because of like the saliva or whatever, like and it just flows out of their mouth, and you look up and you're. you're just yeah, the xenomorphs are really cool, and uh, they were probably never scariest as they were in the first Alien movie, which kind of plays out more like kind of like a slasher film you know yeah. like they you know they they go out on they, they find uh the eggs one of the scientists you know, like obvious you know like we've people have seen the movie and i would almost argue that the uh face huggers were even more terrifying well, than the yeah, aliens and I, I like all those designs man the the, the face the hugger, geiger designs the, uh, yeah the oh, uh, yeah. the chest bursters and just all those creatures uh, you know it's I just like creatures. The most terrifying thing about the xenomorphs, or it's like their their biology, is how they grow. Like they they actually like deposit an egg in like a living organism, and it grows. And like when it's ready to come yeah, out, it just it, like tears its way through your body. It, it kills the host. Yeah, in the most just brutal way. Yeah. So you know, you see that, and it's like a small little like thing, and then it shortly after becomes the the you know the classic all black and which from movie to movie they can't decide on how fast these things grow to the full size but whatever (laughs) yeah the for me like the whole um you know because like the first alien how long does it take to you know deposit the egg and it burst and like grow to full size like it varies wildly (laughs) (laughs) depending on the need of the movie i guess like the first movie you know the the face is like on them for like a long time. Yeah, depositing the egg, mm-hmm. and then even like after the face hugger comes off, which then the face hugger just like dies. Yeah, it just falls shrivels off. up. My, it's it's done. And then it's like you know, like I don't know, a day, half a day, a day. Yeah. Before even symptoms then of the chase chest burster coming out. Yeah, you know, yeah, that famous scene where they're all sitting around just casually having dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then after the chest presser comes out, then it's still, you know, there's quiet time while it just kind of hides in the shadows until it grows to the full form xenomorph. Yeah. But then in like later movies, it's just like five minutes. Well, yeah, in Covenant, like, like it gets on board and like becomes like adult in like a few seconds, it seems like. Well, and you can argue that that's a different, um, you know, breed, breed of yeah. alien, but even in other movies where it's like you know the same you know like the alien versus predator you know it, oh man that's can't. where i first noticed it big time i mean alien 3 was like that too but the the alien versus predator was literally they're all separated they get taken out they they do their thing in the room and then like a, 
the next scene they're getting bursted out. Yeah, it's just they. There's no excuse. They just have to rush things along. Yeah, they just had to rush things along because they got aliens and predators to take care of. But I mean, yeah, I mean that just made no sense. It's like instantaneous alien. But the, the xenomorph is a very cool, uh, amazing design. That it's inner jaw, yeah. Mm-hmm. That like tail that with the you know yeah. razor tail. Yeah. And, I mean, they're just killing machines. And just it's terrifying like, killing machines. And you can't really see any eyes. Really, it's just just a black form. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a dolphin head or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, the dolphins have eyes; you could see them, but. It, it's just so sleek. It's just it's sometimes crazy... you know, depending on I guess the lighting or whatever, it's kind of a translucent kind of shape, and you can see like, like the skull, like where there would be eyes, mm. but really you never see eyes though. Ever, I, I think the least you see, the the less you see, the better too. Oh yeah, you know, and which was why the first one was so I, effective is you never really get a good look at it. I almost even said that about the aliens for war of the worlds that it's it's almost like those like one or two scenes where they kind of did show aliens you know the it's kind of the least the better that they kind of it was a little too much really yeah that they shouldn't have given it away so much yeah they shouldn't have given it away you know you're you're always going to imagine something more terrifying in your head yeah and you know sometimes like you'll get a really cool creature design and it's it pays off uh, but you know, like uh, an HD, you know, like I thought the what were they called in the new movie? They weren't called Xenomorphs, but oh were, yeah, there is a name. Um, shoot, I can't think of it right now. You know, it was Neomorph. Neomorph, thank yeah. Um, you know, it's full on HD, and you see it like out in the open and clear as day, and it's very cool looking. But you know, it it's in that dark setting in space in that claustrophobic area, and it's kind of like hiding in between things. You know, that's when it's at its best. And the Neomorph was more white when the you know, Zeomorph is black. Full on black, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, you know, a great monster. Maybe the king of all the monsters. Pretty scary stuff. Um, so, is that all we got to say about the Xenomorph? Yeah, I guess so. Moving on. All right, we'll move on to uh, my number two. My second pick is a tree. It's a tree. It's a tree, but it's not just any tree. It's that... That damn tree from the Poltergeist movie yeah. that uh, menaced the the little boy uh, from outside the window. Uh, did you watch that clip that I sent you? I, I watched the clip, and yeah, I, I feel like the toy clown was scarier <laughs> yeah. than the tree. But the it, clown was pretty terrifying. I get it. But it was that cat and mouse game that the clown was playing with the boy too that kind of made it scarier. Yeah. The tree was implied for a long time. You know, like, who hasn't seen, like, an old tree, like, outside somewhere that's got that, it's, like, rotted, you know, and it, it's, and it's just all bark, and it's all, like, twisted up, it's scary looking, like, something out of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Well, trying to imagine, like, trying to sleep with that thing outside your room, and, like, a dark, you know, stormy night with the lightning and thunder, and it's yeah, kind of, no. like, tapping at the window. There have been nights where, you know, there's, like, a, a shadow, like, through the blinds or something that, you know, there's, like, you see, like, a tree branch shadow or something, and it's just, like, you're, you're just staring at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Well, imagine, like, you know, I, I saw the Poltergeist movie when I was pretty young. And uh, imagine having to like look at that thing, knowing that it could possibly, 
I mean, not really, but, you know, break through the window and grab a hold of you and pull you through the window. Like, that's what happens in the Poltergeist movie. Like, this little boy's freaked out by the tree. And, you know, like, you feel, like, pretty safe that there's nothing going to happen with this tree. Like, ghosts and, and spirits and, like, a toy clown, that's one thing. But a tree, and, like, it takes, it comes to life and, and grabs a hold of the kid and, like, basically eats him. You know, that's freaking terrifying. And it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And one of one of the shout outs that I was gonna give was gonna be Headless Horseman and you know Ichabod Crane and the Legend of Sleepy Hollow and all that stuff. Yeah. Partially because of that imagery of those trees and stuff. It's like, well, let's get to the root of the fear, and that was that tree from Poltergeist. Yeah. Okay. So you know, like that. That's pretty much it. The Poltergeist movie is a really cool movie. Uh, I was I was kind of surprised to hear you say you had never seen it. Yeah. Um, being like a Spielberg movie and all, you think like, well, it's kind of got that mainstream thing going for it. It's just not really one that, you know, I mean, I never saw it as a kid and then just not really one that ever came up that, hey, I should probably watch this. I, I don't know. Well, maybe it, someday. You know, like this time of year, they have those Halloween movie marathons. If you ever happen to catch yourself, you know, checking out one of those marathons of Poltergeist is scheduled to play, you should check it out, man. It's awesome. They made a remake too, like a couple years ago, and they kind of jazzed up the tree scene a bit too, and it it but it wasn't the same. Hmm. And I think it's part because like practical effects are just always way more scary, and you could tell it was like heavily CG, hmm. but mm-hmm. you know still pretty good. It's not as good as the original. Hmm. But anyways, that's my number two, Nick. It's a tree. What's your it's number two? Um, yeah, more monsters, um, puppet monsters, the Skeksis from the Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> love those man they're uh, so cool i mean and they're the gartham in that movie they're so yeah. cool uh just i loved uh the chamberlain you know he was always like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that I, now that's another movie that uh an old an adult like let me go see in the theater and i wish they hadn't because that thing really freaked me out too oh man i love that movie oh they're and they're really neat um you know jim henson like what the hell man yeah <laughs> what you go from the yeah, muppets to gotta, this crazy stuff you, you do have to kind of wonder but man i, did, I loved it he I, must have been like you know and there were the rumors some lsd or something at that time there were the rumors a while back that a sequel was coming out and i wish there would but i think netflix yeah. is doing something with the dark crystal i'm pretty sure you know like i've seen images on last, the internet last i heard it seems like they're doing a comic book but I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. Like, you know, with things being from the 80s and 90s being retro and cool, they'll remake anything nowadays. Yeah. So, you know, why not that? Uh, if they do it, though, at any point in time, I, I hope they really commit to the, to the you know, the, that style, though. The puppets Yeah. and the practical oh, effects. But, you know, yeah, talking about things that scared me, um, there, there was a scene in Dark Crystal got me every time. It's when that little fuzzball, Fizzgig, the little yeah. little dog guy, with the first time you meet him and he pops out of that hole. Yeah, he was coming and that got me every time, man. He was coming out. Rah! You're like you're kind of like hiding behind like the couch, you know, waiting for it to happen. <laughs> you know it's coming. Yeah, but he gets you every time. But those things were really interesting because they like they were like. They were like skeletons, like well, they were like vulture people, yeah, or something. I, yeah. Extremely detailed, well crafted, you know, uh, just 
in a, in a time when, you know, you still really don't, it kind of reminds me how, you know, you get those Kubo and the two strings style, like, uh, stop motion. Yeah. You know, like there's that loving craft. Yeah. You know, like there was a time when you would have like puppets and stuff like that was the deal. Like I remember that movie, the labyrinth with David yeah. Bowie and yeah. you know, like that was similar. This was way scarier. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it was, again, it was like, big puppets like the whole like there was actors in it i don't think the dark crystal had any like human actors though it was like all fairy tale like the yeah no yeah, the, the one main characters had human they were like elves they, yeah they were kind of human looking but yeah. but they were puppets too cool uh that that's uh i've i've kind of i avoided that movie for a long time it freaked oh, me out so bad yeah i, I love it. i would watch that anytime i how, catch it how old were you when you first saw it i don't know at eight, I don't know. I'm a wuss. I'm <laughs> just a big wussy. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, well, is there anything else we want to talk about with the Dark Crystal? Mm, no. Love it. It's a good. It's a cool movie. I, I can. I can watch it now and not be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're all already to number three for me. Uh, we're gonna get it. This may seem like a silly pick. It was, it was a cool monster. Didn't really freak me out a whole lot, but it, it always got me. And that's the the Dark Overlord. From the Howard, Howard the Duck, the Duck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Howard the Duck gets a lot of crap from a lot of people. It always has. It's one of the, you know, it, it's regarded as one of the hugest flops and all. You of know, maybe history. maybe if I first saw it as an adult, then I would probably feel that way. We but had those kid goggles on. To see it still. with the kid goggles, I enjoyed it. You know, I, mean, yeah. I like the monster. It it's a it's a George Lucas movie. Because you that know. is actually one that popped in my head when I was trying to think of monsters. I'm thinking the monster from Howard of the Duck. You know, yeah. Like, I didn't write it down, but it was it was one I thought of. No, it and it, it's I think it's a good choice. Uh, and it it was kind of scary though because it, Jeffrey Wright is kind of a weird looking guy to start with, but it's seeing that transformation with him, you know, becoming the Dark Overlord, and he's kind of fighting with it. Yeah. You know, trying to you know to stay stay human, but. The Dark Overlord just becomes more and more him until you get to that one scene that really sticks out in my mind where they're driving like the 18-wheeler and uh, he's like getting weak and he needs to charge up again and he's like, that thing comes oh, out of his yeah, mouth yeah. and remember. like sticks itself into the, the cigarette, cigarette lighter. lighter. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, gets shocked and recharged. That, it, but, but on the way, like it kind of goes over to Leah Thompson and kind of icky like gets on her, you know, like... <laughs> kind of we're like doing some nasty stuff implying (laughs) but i you know that that scene sticks out of my head quite a bit yeah i had forgotten about that till now but yep uh but you know and then of course at the end you you get to see him and it's that kind of neat old school like 80s stop style yeah you know uh he's a really cool monster like he's like a scorpion or something you know? Yeah, it seemed like he had kind of a like a scorpion tail. Yeah, like a scorpion and, uh, tail, and he had a real big mouth, all kinds of teeth, yeah. and like a devil like face uh, or demon face. I don't know, but it it was a it was a pretty amazing thing to see it, it, the first time, and uh, to see Howard like pull up on that, you know, golf cart thing with that gigantic laser weapon, <laughs> you know. I, it, it was a cool scene. I, I've I've watched that movie several times uh, through the '80s. I haven't seen it in a long time. You know, I, I think I've only seen it probably the once. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. It's one of those movies that was on HBO all the time, so I watched it. 
And uh, it, it's funny, too, because, you know, like with Marvel, it, it was a Marvel comic, and he's made cameos right. as probably the more intended character, yeah. you know, in, in, in recent Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So I'll be curious if they ever try to fully like give Howard the Duck the the Marvel treatment. Oh, I doubt it. You doubt it? <laughs> <laughs> that was just I, for the I geeks. I think his cameos in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the most we'll see of Howard. I don't know, Who man. knows? We'll see. Marvel, they know how to make it rain cash. <laughs> I never would have thought like characters like Drax the Destroyer would interest me, but we'll see. Uh, so that's my number three, Nick. What's your number three? Uh, my number three, actually, I watched this last night, actually. No. Oh. Um, but uh, Gremlins, love that. Just more creatures that just caught my eye when I was a kid. One of the best yeah. Christmas movies ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Gremlins is the movie I was referring to earlier with the red eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was all due to that scene where um, the mom was backing up and Stripe was hiding in the tree. And you oh, see, like, his red yeah, eyes yeah. kind of glow. Yeah. That imagery stuck with me as a kid, and I think that's what caused that nightmare. Yeah. But, yeah, the the the, um, the gremlins themselves were t- cheeky and silly to yeah. really make you scared. I mean, the uh, it's kind of scary, I guess, when you, like, the first kitchen scene... But the mom, I mean, she kicks butt. She kills like three of them just right off the bat. Yeah, she, she stabs she one. Would've, she would have had them all if Stripe didn't get away. That um, that damn microwave scene <laughs> was amazing. Yeah, like the blender. And yeah, then she blender. stabs one with the knife, and then the microwave. She was man. She was like the Ripley of like you know, like Gremlin. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she she was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, that that's an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, not a movie that scared me really at all, except for that one scene. But um, who, who wouldn't be a little bit freaked out by that movie? Because it starts out so innocently. You know, Billy gets the Mogwai. Yeah. Who wouldn't want one of those things? I remember, like, for a short while thinking that maybe Mogwais were real. Yeah. And that I could have one maybe yeah. as a pet. Because yeah. they kind of play it off in a certain way. And I, I want to feel like at some pet stores they might have had some kind of promotion where you could buy a mogwai but it wasn't real obviously <laughs> um but you know he takes it home and you get those rules and um you feed it and they're but they're none of them were as cute as as gizmo when can you start feeding them again though like when the sun i don't comes know up, man the rules like, aren't really defined after, there's a lot of gray area after midnight like w- when is it okay again it's got to be sunrise it's got to be sunrise you know if, if you know if i were to bet and there was a screenwriter, and they made a note of it. it had to be sunrise. And uh, I, they just they can't drink any kind of liquid. Cause no, like, because they'll multiply. Because the boy, right? the boy even said, "Don't even give it water to drink." Because I caught that when I was watching it last night. That they even specifically say, you know, don't even let it drink water. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they just don't require water or seems, liquid. Seems odd. Yeah, I don't know. They had to close that loophole, I guess. <laughs> but that that was a scene that I always thought was really cool, though. Like when they, um, what's his name, the kid Cordy, Corey Feldman. The, oh, I forget his character's the, name. The, uh, yeah, the uh, the like the neighbor kid or whatever, yeah. like spills the water on Gizmo and is all like bubbling. And yeah, and Gizmo's like, 
on the floor struggling. Little fur balls shoot out, and they just kind of like grow and unfold into more mogwai. I always thought that was really cool. I also like the scene too, where they had that like metamorphosis stage, where the remember yeah, the the, the science teacher had yeah. one, and they kind of like grew out and he had to like click yeah cause up. he was inside the cage and so it just made the cocoon inside the cage and yeah. it just kind of was busting out yeah so he had to it like, cut it out the effects on that that movie were fantastic yeah and of course you know like Billy had like all those other like kind of hatched in his and, and the the end like when Stripe dies is really cool cause they they pull the shades and so he's just kind of like melting away. It's kind of yeah. like Raiders of the Lost yeah, Ark. Yeah, it is. Kind of, you know? <laughs> kind of yeah, is. It got the skeleton. Very much so. Um, but you know, the, I also like I think of those kind of borderline terrifying parts. But then there's that scene in the bar where they're like all like having a great time. Yeah, I mean it was <laughs> so comical. Yeah, it was very comical. You know, they're just playing poker and like just being shitty and, with each other. And the girl is just like serving them yeah she know. is <laughs> she's trying to give them a light you know she's just like spraying she's crap just at trying them. to keep them happy she's just trying to do her job uh and then the movie theater scene was pretty cool yeah like, i i can't think of a movie theater and like and not look at a screen and then imagine what's going on behind that screen back there yeah. i really can't uh so you know the, the gremlins were cool 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 creatures yeah the mogwai and the gremlins but the gremlins especially were really cool mm-hmm. and stripe was really neat so but what happened in Gremlins 2, man? They just got silly. <laughs> they really got silly. I'm not da- I'm not bagging on the movie at all cuz it's fun. It was fun, but it was completely different. It had it uh, didn't feel like the first one at all. At all. Yeah. yeah. It just got silly. Cool. Um All right. Well, uh, I guess is it my turn? Sure. Number 4. Um I'm going kind of old school. I'm going to go Medusa. Like Clash of the Titans? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've already kind of mentioned the stop motion animation and stuff. And, that and Ray Herringhouse kind of style? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is the, the, I was going to, you know, factoid. You, oh, you I'm got, sorry. You got it. I robbed you of your factoid. You got it, man. Here, just yeah. say it anyway. Yeah. And in fact, um, there was like a, it was a book of like, uh, all, like his work that, yeah, I, King Kong. For the longest time, I, I had this book in my uh, like Amazon wish list, and I think I finally probably took it down after a while. But yeah, I mean, he's like the grandfather of stop motion animation. He pioneered it, and he was the best at it. Yeah, and you know, it it doesn't hold a candle on to nowadays like effects, but it's so damn like when it's done like in Medusa in Clash of the Titans, it's effective. Yeah, and like um, those skeletons. Oh, yeah. from like Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in fact, I almost mentioned the Kraken. Yeah. Because there's something about like the Kraken, like this beast that lives deep within the ocean. Because, you know, like the earth is like so much, of, you know, is unknown right. in the ocean. Like that something like that could live down there and then come yeah, up. Yeah, who knows? So the, the, I almost said the Kraken, but the Medusa scene to me was the best. Uh, like you know, like turned all the different warriors like into the stone, mm-hmm. and then when they finally do cut her head off, you know, like she's they, they have those great moment, you know, like where they like pull her head out of the bag, yeah, and even like the scenes too where that one creature like kind of cuts the bag and like her blood turns into like scorpions, yeah, or whatever. Like that that, that Medusa character got a lot of um, a lot. There was a lot of mileage. So uh, that, but yeah, when she was like slithering around in those columns, 
with that bow and arrow, dude. It was so badass. Yeah. I love yeah. the Medusa character. Like, I really got to give props. And and I guess we ought to just, there, there are some characters, are, we're not quite at shout-out territory, but we'll get there. Um, other creatures in that, you know, like the Vane and Medusa, the Herringhouse characters, like, we'll mention them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Medusa from Clash of the Titans, one of my five favorite monsters of all time. Nick, number four for you, sir? Well, um... Probably my favorite monster in the Star Wars series, the Rancor. Oh, the Rancor, Let, yeah. That's like the best moment in, in Return of the Jedi for me, I, I think. felt so uh, bad for that little piggy trooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's he, squealing. He's squealing. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't so tough anymore. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, once again, speaking of that animation, that stop animation, yeah. uh, that, that Rancor monster was freaking terrifying, dude. Yeah. Uh, whenever he would lift Luke up, and Luke had to grab that, you know, that bone that he finds. Like, how terrified were you for Luke? You know, yeah. scooting around in that area. And he shoves like that. He picked up that long bone, shoves it up in his mouth. Yeah. He's all like, ah. And he just kind of like <laughs> snaps it shut. Yeah, the, the Rancor uh, didn't have a whole lot of screen time, but man, was it impactful. Mm, yeah. And how bad did you feel for its master, too, when it hey, got squished and he was all sad? <laughs> His poor Rancor. Yeah. Uh, do you know much about the mythology of the Rancor? Um, like, it's a species, I guess. Yeah, but... and I want to say they come from Dothamir, maybe? I'd have to look it up. I've read it before. Yeah, and you you know there was that game uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed that you were on one of the planets you were on had a bunch of rancors and you would mm-hmm. have to fight them every now and then and that was always really fun. Did you by any chance happen to have that rancor toy? I used to. Oh, I, did you? I don't. That was a cool toy. Yeah. yeah. Um, was that the only? No, no. I was gonna say was that the only way you could get that pig guard? But no, those were sold separately. Obviously. I probably actually. Well, I've got a newer pig. The I I had sold years ago, like I think to like one of Ruth's college friends. Like you know, when I was in like high school, I sold like all of my old Star Wars toys. That was probably a dumb move. But was yeah. that around the same time you like purged all your games? It, it was probably <laughs> around the Great Purge. Everybody has that so, stage of their life. Yeah. So so all, all my back. like original Star Wars toys are gone and. I've got newer ones now from like when the Star Wars toys started to come back. And, you know, there's a few that I have. Like, I, I think I've got like the Gamorrean Guard, but I never did get like that new Rancor. There were there was a, a newer Rancor that looked more like the movie one Ooh, yeah. that would have been cool, but I mean, it's so big, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. That, that's a for sure cool monster, and it, it was scary and really cool looking. Yeah, and, loved uh, it. It would be neat if in like future movies they would somehow be able to bring like, you know, that model. Like a J.J. Abrams would handle the Rancor with care. Yeah. He, he would do a good job. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, other Star Wars monsters that you, you said that's maybe your favorite. Were there other monsters that mm. kind of, remember, well, I kind of like those um, big worm things that they were on that like rock that they were hiding from. Like in, uh, was it, uh, the, Empire, where the Millennium Falcon like landed inside of it, and then it kind of came out like the it, big, was, it the really big was like a puppet. sock puppet, yeah, <laughs> like a hand puppet. <laughs> that thing was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
There, there was the. Oh, no, uh, there's uh, what all kind of creatures are. What there? was that there's... snow thing that like? Oh, the wampas are cool. The wampas, yeah, yeah. they're kind of neat. Um, but the rancor is the best. Yeah, the rancor is definitely the most terrifying. Oh, um, the sarlacc pits are kind of freaky. Yeah, it's cool. But a lot of that imagery from Jedi you was. Got, you got two camps of that one though. Whether you think it should just be a hole with teeth, or if you think that adding the beak was okay in the special editions. None of that crap from the special editions <laughs> was needed. Some of those editions were okay, but I would just love to have like a nice Blu-ray set of the old you know, like cut of the film. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't hate the special editions, but I do wish you had the choice. Yeah, give me the choice. I'll buy them both. And yeah, and you know, yeah, even if it was like two separate discs, whatever. Or if it was like on one Blu-ray and you can pick which one you wanted to watch, I mean that'd be the best thing. I I had but, heard well yeah. when Disney took when they bought Star Wars, there was hope for a short period of time that they were going to release that, but I guess it was just Lucas was just not going to allow that to happen. They act like now that the original cuts just don't even exist anymore and oh they exist i find that yeah i find it hard to believe that's like what i hear but you know well i think the original star wars movies and like you know there's like this vault that gets like movies get put into like every now and then like every year like a movie gets put into a vault but they require if you're going to be in the vault you have to have an original print of the movie like it's just a requirement and I'm pretty sure Star Wars is one of those movies. So at least Star Wars has got to be in there. Yeah, so, I don't know. Anyway. Rancor. Okay. Uh, now we're up to five. And now it's shout out time. Okay. Uh, so what are those, some of those other Ray Herringhouse creatures that you know we could mention? Uh, well, I forget. What, what were they called? They were like those flying things. And I forget which movie it was. I, it was probably, I think, Jason and the Argonauts that... Harpies. I think they were the harpies. Oh, maybe. yeah. That, uh, there was something about... I can picture them in they, my head. There was like a, a table laid out like with a feast or something, and, and these flying little like devil creatures would come out. And Anyway, they were cool. They were cool. Um, um, of course, we, we haven't mentioned the, Godzilla. The skeletons were The cool. skeletons were awesome. They're classic. Uh, with like Spinal from Killer Instinct. Spinal is exactly what I was. It was on the tip of my tongue. Um, you know, you couldn't help but think of those when you saw Spinal. But yeah, uh, King Kong, you know, and it would have the, the dinosaurs with King Kong. Yeah, yeah, the dinosaurs. Right, right. Um, well, I mean, Godzilla's not. Of course, Godzilla's like a, yeah, a guy in a rubber suit. <laughs> it's a guy in a rubber suit. Still, I mean, still, I love Godzilla, though. It's like, a Godzilla's fun, great. it's yeah. a totally fun monster. Uh, what else? Uh, <clears throat> oh, what was it? There was one. The that, T-Rex uh, from oh, Jurassic Park. Wait, when I had mentioned, uh, yeah, the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Uh, it's great. Yeah. yeah, part part special effects, yeah. part, uh, part Harry Winston animatronic. Yeah. Winston is a yeah, classic yeah. creature creator. Um, but when we were mentioning uh, obscure ones before, yeah, uh, there's a couple obscure ones that I, I kind of want to shout out. Audrey Two. Oh, from Little Little Shop. Little Shop of Horrors. That is a yeah. great one. Yeah, that 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 gigantic plant was so cool. Yeah, and uh, the blob of the blob. The blob of the blob. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, that that movie was pretty terrifying. It's I mean, it moves it, so it was, slow. Yeah, and it, it was scary, and all it was was just this gelatinous mass 
but if it, it got hold of you, it just like disintegrated you. <clears throat> well, I remember the one from the eighties more, not the Steve. Right, right, one. yeah. And in the eighties one, it was pretty violent and graphic because when it would eat somebody, you could kind of see it, the like remains of the person being yeah. ingested. Yeah. So it, man, it was terrifying. Yeah. So the blob's a good one. Um. Let's see. Uh, you else? got all your slasher characters, you know, that they're, they're kind of like monsters. Well, yeah, like your your Jason. Yeah, your Morty's. You know, oh, uh, I, I was going to give a shout out to the Clover Cloverfield monster. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And I like that. It's kind of like the Kraken, too. Kind of. It's an. I think it's an alien, but it lives under the water and kind of comes what, what, out. Oh, what was. um? Shoot, I forget the name of it. Uh, that movie. Predator. No, well, pre- Predator. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Predator was yeah a good one. Uh, but no, it was like a they they called them uh, like they call them prongs or something like a derogatory name for the aliens. Like they the aliens were like these shrimp looking aliens and they were like in this like camp and a guy got infected with them and started turning into one of them. Oh, District 9? District 9. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy became one, like you said. Oh, it's a recent movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what those were called. Recent, yeah. I, I, yeah, that was a cool movie, and those creatures were neat. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah, that was that's another one of those, like, any movie where, like, a person's transformed, like, Jeff Goldblum from The Fly. Yeah. You know, like, weird Cronenberg kind of effects uh, freaks me out. But those are cool. Yeah, creatures. I guess I, I should. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking like all like when you know we grew up or whatever. Just I'm just thinking of cool monsters. No, yeah, time. those were cool. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they they were kind of like, yeah, it was like derogatory, like you said. Yeah. They were kind of forced to live in like the slums, like a ghetto. Um, oh, uh, the graboids from Tremors. Those were cool creatures. Oh, I've never seen that. Never seen Tremors. Oh, critters. Critters were cool. <laughs> I liked how they would form one big ball and like they yeah. would roll towards somebody and then eat them, <laughs> eat them whole. <laughs> yeah, it was like they would roll over somebody and then there's just like a skeleton. Yeah, left. That's, that's <laughs> kind of cheesy, but, but fun. Uh, you never saw Tremors, the movie with the giant yeah. worms things, yeah. you know, kind of like I Beetlejuice. Can, I can think of like the box. I've seen like the box. Oh, Kevin like, Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. Is there any shout outs? Shout outs? Uh, creatures. Well, we just really glossed over the Predator, but God, everybody knows about the Predator. We don't <laughs> it deserves for sure shout outs. Yeah, Predator's great. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess we'll just kind of finish things up. Uh, my, my number five is one of those horror icons that we kind of mentioned, but that you saw as an adult. I saw as a kid, freaked me out, and was actually introduced. Um, to the character, I'm talking about Freddy Krueger. Well, I mean, it is a classic, classic design. And, I mean, yeah, yeah, and he's a, he's like a creature. I mean, he's essentially he's a he's a man that's been burned severely. Yeah. So he's got those cool scars all over him, and you know he wear he's got that you know the claw hand, which is a really cool design. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so he looks like a monster, and you know to, the idea of somebody killing you from your sleep in your dreams is pretty scary yeah now of course Freddy Freddy devolved into a kind of a pop culture funny man <laughs> yeah. where he was almost Arnold Schwarzeneggering puns yeah. after every kill yeah um, and I enjoyed those movies quite a bit 
But in the first movie, he was straight up scary. Right. So, you know, but a, a cousin of mine, I didn't even know what it was. She, man, she basically posited that this was a real person. Mm. Like she didn't really kind of like tell me that it was fake or make believe it because it sounds like something that could happen in a child's mind, I guess. Right, right. The origin is believable enough. It's It's a guy who, you know, is molesting children and the parents find out. They chase him back to a house. They burn the house down. He dies in the fire. Right. Of course, then something crazy, spooky, supernatural happens, and he comes back. It's this thing that you know can't be killed. Really, I mean, they always find a way to kill him, but you know, right? Uh, she she was telling me that the entire story and chronological order of the movie, but she was such a good storyteller, like it freaked me out. Towards I actually saw the movie. She did tell me, like, I think at one point, like, this is make-believe. Don't run and tell your mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she'll kill me. But, I um, mean, she was such a good storyteller, and she she recalled the whole movie. It seemed like a detail, like she'd seen it a bunch of times. Um, but, you know, Freddy Krueger is just a creature that I love. Um, I mean, he's a person, but I always just, like, I, I he's more than just a person. He's more, there's more to him to me than, like, a Michael Myers or a Jason Voorhees. There's a lot yeah. more to him. Yeah. You know, he's got some, there's a lot of layers to that character, which they had to have been because they, they, they did like 10 movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my number five. Uh, Nick, why don't you bring us home with your number five? Well, before I do, I thought of one more shout out. Okay. Uh, you know, just, it popped in my mind. Chucky. Oh yeah. Child's play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a cool concept. Uh, again, it, it's like a murderer who yeah. like, uh, is, Chased down, killed, and then somehow his body is transferred yeah, now to he's a like, doll. Yeah, I guess like his soul's in the doll body or something. I don't know. I, th- I I seem to remember watching like one of the Child's Play movies like we had seen it over at my house one night. Oh, like maybe we? the second one or something. Yeah, okay. Um, but, you know, that's a good one. I, I swear like I'm going to be kicking myself. I, have so, I had so many. Like I was narrowing my list down. <laughs> well, um... Let's, but let's bring it home. Yeah, my last one, I was uh, thinking of the, uh, and, and it, you know, it's just another one that's just really just, I just, it's cool, I think. And, yeah. and I, but the terror dogs from Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know, the Vince Clortho and, and Zool. Yeah, yeah. they just, I think they're cool. You, you know? say that, but that scene where uh, yeah, it was, Dana it goes. Was scary. Um, yeah, it was really frightening. Because yeah, that scene where like the the hands are popping up out of the chair. And, yeah, like and they're ripping through the, the chair door. and they grab hold over and the chair turns. And, yeah, and goes. So it, it was scary, but uh, and then you know like in the scene too where Rick Moranis is getting chased. Yeah, uh, it was pretty scary. <laughs> Here, nice, nice, nice poochie. Nice poochie. <laughs> Maybe I've got a milk bone. <laughs> okay, who brought the dogs? <laughs> That, that, that juxtaposition of that funny scene being played out like that was the special thing about Ghostbusters is it had a scary moments but there was always like these bits of humor yeah. that it meshed so well yeah, the, the diners in that restaurant they like they stop for a second like when he's just like sliding down the, the callousness of New Yorkers and really. then it, <laughs> as soon as he disappears they just start eating again yeah, or whatever. Like, like they've seen that before or something <laughs> I know that, and that's a funny scene. It, but it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, for me, that was the the terror dogs are cool creatures, but the the whole scene where you with in the in the refrigerator, 
where you see the, uh, the first Zool where she whatever. opens up the refrigerator. Yeah, Zool. Yeah, freaked me out, dude. Like that apartment. Like I never wanted to live in an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like all those things were happening to her in those apartment in the apartment. Um, the terror dogs are cool characters, and there really wasn't much to them at all. They, you mm-hmm. know, when they did move, it was like quick little scenes, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, or they would be sitting still, you know, like yeah. just stationary. Um, of course, everything has to end with Ghostbusters with you. <laughs> it does, yeah. I, I, it's one of the best movies ever made. There's no denying that. Yeah. If only they were to make a good sequel. Uh, don't go there. Oh, we gotta do <laughs> Ghostbusters. We gotta talk about it sometime, <laughs> at some point. Uh, but anyways, uh, so that's a good one. Number for five, the Terror Dogs. Thank you. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that that's been our Halloween episode. Uh, I, I hope to do another one of these maybe again next year. We could dress as different characters. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. And, and especially too, because I know like you got some really cool costumes. And you know, like maybe. Well, that was the funny thing when you had said you wanted to do this, and you know, you were asking me like, "What was I going to dress up as?" And it's like, the question is, "What are you going to dress yeah. up as?" You know, I got things to choose from. Right. What are you going to do? No, yeah, you're like, I'm ready, dude. I mean, you know, you tell me what you're going to do, and then I'll go with that. Well, you know, and like I, I couldn't decide. Like one night when you were saying like you could go as a Ghostbuster, like. Laura was like, oh, you got to be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I'm like, how am I going to do the show as a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? I've seen the costumes, but like, I'd have to wear this whole like thing. You wouldn't even yeah, see right, my face. Right, yeah. It would be completely undoable. Well, and that's like that's exactly why, you know, because you wanted to do Vader. And I'm like, I can't do a show as Vader. I know. Yeah, you've got the sweetest Vader costume. But there's there, we, I, I swear to God, we are going to utilize that costume in some way at some point. You're we have to. your eyebrow. Oh, no, is it coming off? <laughs> Oh no! Uh, we're good thing we're at the end of the show. I'm expressing myself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I, I I landed on Rick from Rick and Morty. So I, I love that show. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, and, anyway, and and you pull it off pretty well. When, I, you know, when, except for this eyebrow, it's kind of cocky. When you mentioned it before, I was like, I wonder how that's gonna look like. But yeah, it's good. It's cool. Thanks, man. Plus, you know, I can, I can pretend to be Rick. He's a yeah. really funny guy. Yeah, that guy was to, fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks for playing along, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been uh, our 20th episode, the Halloween uh, edition of the Big Geek Podcast. I've been your host, Ron Avis. And I'm Nick Wright. We'll see you next week.